0: Don't frown Friday, come on get smiley, if I throw it your way, throw it back my way, even if you get cut up on the highway, don't frown, put your finger down, it's Friday.
1: Welcome to the Matt and Beth Show, this is episode 7. All the other episodes are at themattandbethshow.com.
0: <laughs> I hope this is a little bit of a break from your reality sometimes, as this is just kind of a, do you know what I'm saying? Like, wow, out there helping people, they're losing people in their life, and suffering, going through hardships, and then we just get to sit in here and be silly.
2: Yeah, it is. Okay, it's good. Fun, but I can't hear myself very well. Can okay. you turn me up just like a little bit?
0: Okay, you got to be a rapper. Say it right. Got turn me up my headphones.
2: Turn me up my headphones.
0: <laughs> Here's what I want to start by saying: mm-hmm. is welcome to episode number seven. Episode Yay. number
2: seven.
0: So Beth, uh, how's your coffee this morning?
2: It's so good. Thank you for this. Would you tell? It is made
0: our friends how what you get and what specifics it is
2: i'll tell my friends what the right drink to order at starbucks is okay please and by starbucks i mean any coffee shop
0: have you got these specifics this drink at all coffee shops that you've gone to
2: yeah i ordered it everywhere
0: and they always do it right
2: um yeah no most of them do it right because if it's not
0: step by step things will change in flavor correct
2: yeah, that makes it sound really diva-ish. It's but not. It's really
0: not. But there's a science to coffee, though, too, right? There
2: is. There is. And I drink Americanos, hot Americanos, which is just espresso and water. But I like one raw sugar in the bottom, which I, I tell them I want it in the bottom because I want it to dissolve. Mm. So you put it in the bottom of the cup, and then the shots pour, and it dissolves. Right. So you don't have to do anything with it. Yeah. And then I ask for an inch of steamed half and half on top. So I want the half and half, but I want it steamed so then it doesn't cool down the coffee too much and it has that foam on the top.
0: The half and half, I end up saying, can I have half an inch?
2: Half an inch.
0: <laughs> half an inch of half and half, but it's an That's inch okay. of half and half.
2: It's, uh, it's an inch, but I mean, a half inch is probably a better decision for my Does it change the flavor? <laughs> I don't know how scientific that part is. You know, I don't know how often does somebody measure it exactly an inch or, you know, there's a little wiggle room there. This is delicious.
0: Okay. The truth is, though, if coffee, if espresso shots just go down onto a cup, Mm -hmm. then they get bitter, right? They have to have some yes. sort of substance, whether it's a milk or if it's a sugar or some or sort of even
2: a water, which I don't water. understand that. Yeah. It,
0: wait, what is, is it hitting the air without another substance There's something about it though? Your shots will be ultra bitter. Yeah. If you've ever had like a real bitter cup of coffee, they've done something wrong. It's, I mean, there's,
2: it's, I mean, it's like 10 seconds or less. Right. So they'll train you at Starbucks to get something in there. So like if I was making an Americano, I might even put the water in first. Okay. So there's, they go straight into the water. And then they don't ever have a chance of getting better.
0: But they give you at Starbucks, they'll give you like a whole playbook, won't they? Yes. It's like the consistency at Starbucks. I read a book called Married to the Brand and it was all about the very first few chapters was all about Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Is I can go to Starbucks in Detroit at an airport Or the first one in Seattle, and I feel like I'm in Starbucks. Exactly. I feel like I'm in the same place Mm -hmm. always. The comfort that you can have by showing up to a new place and going to your coffee shop and feel like you're at home.
2: Yeah. That's
0: gigantic.
2: Well, that's big in the training is they tell you Starbucks is the third place. We want it to be the third place for everybody. So home, work, and then they want Starbucks to be your third place. So it is consistent. You walk in and you if, if you know Starbucks and you walk in, you feel like you can order anything, you're going to get the same thing.
0: And it's going to taste the same, mm-hmm. which is scary when you're spending six, seven bucks on a cup of coffee somewhere yeah. and you don't know the people who are making it. They didn't repeat your order, which I think is so important. Yeah. The fast food rule, order and repeat. Same thing with kids. Do you know that's an important thing with kids too? Yes. Hearing them is with the fast food rule. There's a book called The Happiest Toddler on the Block and the Happiest Baby on the Block. Okay. By Dr. Richard something okay anyway he talks about the fast food rule repeating back to the child so you know exactly yes. what they're getting or what they want
2: uh, okay uh, repeating back-, back to the child or uh, having repeat- the child repeat back to you no so
0: you're a kid say something to me something I want, to I you. want to
2: have a dog a cat and a monkey I want to have no I don't want those okay but you be a kid and tell me what you want uh, I want I want to eat peanut butter and m&ms for breakfast uh, well, not so
0: much like I want something that I'm gonna have to argue with Wait, it. why don't
2: you just do this why don't you be the kid uh, and the grown up if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself.
0: Hey, Matt. No, I did. Hey, Matt, I'm hungry. Can I have something to eat? I want a um, peanut butter and jelly sandwich with peanut butter and do No, listen, to peanut M&M's. is sex. I don't like peanut butter and And I can have a large uh, diet Mountain Dew, then large Mountain Dew next to it, then a coffee. That's all I want. <clears throat> all right. So you want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? With not peanut butter M&Ms with peanut M&Ms now, right? Yeah. Okay. So then, and you want a, uh, a coffee, a diet Mountain Dew and a Mountain Dew with that as well. Okay, cool. I'll get that for you. So that's the fast food rule. Or, I'm sad. Okay, you, you're you sad. Let's talk about being sad. Okay, okay, it can be okay. either
2: or. Okay, thank you for right. getting there because I was like, <laughs> what was book like, did you read that said give your kid everything they want, but repeat it to make sure that they get exactly what they want? That
0: was the name of the book. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: okay, so two things is that, uh, what was the first thing I said? But I that you didn't tell me because you didn't know me or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Maybe I
2: was pushing a little bit. Maybe a little bit. You
0: think definitely. so? Could you tell? Why well, do you the know? My face right ah! now looks like ah, if you pusher. were
2: making that look. You were just trying to open. I was a door that everybody wasn't ready to walk open. through.
0: You're wow. That was a good piece of advice. You opened a door that not everybody was ready to walk through. Yeah. And I'm telling them walk through this door. <laughs> you're Come like, on.
2: here's a new door. Let me open this one. Hey, guys, look, there's look this. another one. And just when people are ready to walk through the first one, you're like finding another door. And people right. are like, wait a second. You're right. You're right. Just wait a minute.
0: You're right. So here's what I wanted to say is that, uh, and I looked back at this. You say, oh, that's sad. That's sad, that situation that happened with that guy. Like, had negative thoughts about me.
2: No, I don't. I remember being so excited knowing that, that some, you know, such a huge life altering situation in your life and that you just immediately turned to God and were not just turned to God and doing it on your own, but leaning into a church community yeah. and being regularly attending. So I didn't hardly know you when the situation was all over the news. Yeah but I knew that you had reached out to people in your life like Dr. Bo and Sean, people who had spoken encouragement and life to you. And I just remember being so excited. I mean, that's why we do what we do. Yeah, so people right. can experience a life change in Christ. Yeah. And so I have, I don't remember feeling that way at all.
0: That was my own insecurity and paranoia. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, that that's where I was. I was so insecure and so paranoid yeah. that everybody hated me. I believe that, you know? So, uh, but then, and also there's probably a lot of people who come for like two weeks and then just like, eh. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I mean, how do you invest in those relationships that you, if it's like 50, this is kind of the question we asked Brian Riley though, is it? Yes. It comes just,
2: back to discipline. And, yeah. and I think we live in a society where people want community without the commitment. And by commitment, I do mean discipline. People want to be a part of a community. They want to um live life together that's a term you hear a lot let's live this life together but when it comes down to it if i don't feel like it i'm going to find a reason not to go absolutely or let's live this life together and then 6 weeks go by and we're like hey man we still got to get that coffee and then like you never do yeah so it, people want community without the commitment i want community on my terms when it's convenient for me to have someone to call to watch my kids like that's when i want community but do I want to offer to take somebody else's kids for a Saturday? Mm. So a young mom who's in over her head can get her laundry done. It doesn't really feel like very much fun. Do you know what I mean? And, and we, I mean, I encourage people all the time and it's not just because we work at a church and we think everybody should be at the church all the time. No, we believe in real life community, but if you don't make it a priority, it doesn't happen. And it seems silly to go like, I have to discipline myself to do something that's really very enjoyable to me. Right. Knowing people, being known, living life together, that doesn't just happen on its own. You have to discipline yourself. And we've had seasons of our life where we said this day, every month is dedicated to this group of people. Mm. These relationships are important to us and it's not, um, Oh, well, you know, it'll just happen if it's Mm. meant to happen. No, it won't. We live in a society where kids have sports and activities and parent meetings. And I mean, there are things pulling you different directions all the time, unless you make it a priority and then stick with it. I mean, there have been times where we're like, let's make this dinner a priority. And when it comes down to it on that day, we're like, man, I'm just kind of tired. But I know that when I go, I'm going to be glad that I did. And so even though I don't feel like it, that's where the discipline comes comes in. I said this was important. I put it on the calendar because it was important. So it does not matter how I feel today. Do I truly believe that it's important that I'm going to make sure I discipline myself because you can't have that true community without commitment and commitment and discipline are things that you do even when you don't feel like it. Oh, are said, you sure? I didn't say any numbers. Well, what's up, Matt? Hi,
0: Brandon. Uh, uh, Beth and I are fighting now, so. We're
2: in a fight. Sorry you had to come in.
1: <sighs> Sorry. Come in I'll point. be the mediator. Thank,
0: Thank you. you. Please. Let's talk about it for a minute. Would you say
1: your own vows? Could
2: just just say which side you're on, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon, what side Who are you on? Which side are you on? on? Who side
1: are you on? Depends. Depends what we're talking about.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Brandon Riley's
0: joining the show. Welcome, Mr. Brandon Riley, ex-Nebraska superstar, football player, and NFL, and he is joining us today. Talk about Nebraska football. Coming into the season, man, you just feel that vibe starting to pick up in the city, don't you? You just feel it no matter where you are coming together. It seems like folks are just split in so many different situations coming together with Nebraska football and the hype and the feeling of this season. It just feels good. It feels right. Talk about how things are going, Brandon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I guess when you have a few X in front of your name, it means you're getting old. So oh, stop that. that! Thanks stop. for the reminder. there.
2: <laughs> former is former. Former, better. former is better. Former Feels former better.
1: Okay, I like that better. We'll we'll go with that. Okay. But don't say you know, don't say I,
2: former uh, superstar. That's where it sounds old. You're right. Ex superstar. Former superstar. Husker player who is a superstar at life. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's Brandon Riley.
1: Much better intro. Geez, starting my day off right. (laughs) Um, You know, I've never been a big, you know, off-season type guy, but, um, you know, this this year seems to be a bit different for me. Uh, You know, I went down to the practice a couple weeks ago and was fortunate to listen to Coach Rule in the team auditorium after with some guys. And, you know, he, he says a lot of the right things, but I truly believe him, and I believe that they're doing all the right things. And so, you know, I'm I'm all on board the rule train and his staff. They seem to be working hard and, you know, doing a little bit extra um, each day and each week. And so I'm looking forward to it. You know, I don't I don't know how good we'll be this year. I eventually I think we're going to be dominant again, but it's, it's hard to say a lot of moving parts. But I'm definitely excited.
0: So, how much during that process? Because you went through coaches changes and coaching changes. How much of that do you pay attention to, or do you just kind of jump back in zone and then do your assignments?
1: Um, you pay attention, especially early on. You know, philosophies change. Whether you know, I I hear Rule and his staff. You know, I hear they're very you know detail oriented, accountable. Make sure you're on time, and you know, different staffs treat things differently. And so, you definitely gotta you know adapt a little and but it comes down to just doing the right things and you know once all that the drama of the new coach and stuff um takes its uh, path and you know it's just back to the basics and playing ball and and getting to the the best of your ability tell us about this number one
0: recruit in 2024 his relationship with nebraska and why it's a battle between us and a football team named georgia what like how is it how is it that
1: Huh? You, you know the, the the family relation obviously plays a big part and you know I think you know part of our sales pitch here is you know you come here you're you're the guy for for a long time life after football i mean he he would be the guy he'd be a program changer and um, he would definitely be um, a great addition to the team that that's, there's no doubt about that but you know he he was there the practice I went to and you know, he's on the field basically near the huddle listening to play calls. So I know, you know, they the, the staff would love to have him. But, you know, what I liked about Rule um, when we spoke and with this NIL and everything, he's like, you know, we're not going to beg guys to come mm. here. You know, we're not going to bribe them. You know, we obviously want the best players, but we, we want the right players. And I'm not saying that this kid, I think he is the best player, and I also think he is the right player. Mm. He seems to have his head on straight and – and all such a thing, but I mean, he he'd be a, a big addition. So I'm anxious to see where he goes. And you know, unfortunately, if he chooses Georgia, I mean, can't blame the guy. You know, they they they're in it every year. So, um, what's the best for him? But obviously, selfishly, I'd love him to come to Nebraska.
0: And when you say that, you said he is. Not only the best player, but he could be the best guy too. And he's, Coach Rule's been talking about that, that consistency of, I want guys who want to play here. I want guys who want to wear Nebraska. I want guys who want that N on their helmet, not because we're begging them or we're paying them or any of that. We want them to be here because they want to be here. So not only the right guys with the right attitudes, the right uh, work ethic, the right just overall uh, what Rule's looking for. I love that he's not just bringing guys thinking he can plug in five stars and that the team's going to win. There's so much more to it. Than that.
1: Yeah, because when you have that method, you know, you you bribe a guy to come here, he's not working hard, he expects to play, and then what if you don't play him, he's going to transfer and leave right away, and it kind of ruins, you know, the whole team chemistry and just kind of ruins the the culture, really. Um, So I, I do think he's building it the right way, and I mean, we got as good of resources as anyone with this new facility they're putting in with the NIL. Um, right in our backyard. I mean, we got everything that we need. It's just putting the pieces together and uh, start stacking some wins.
0: Brandon Riley joining us here on the podcast. It's the Matt and Beth show, Matt and This word's been coming up so much discipline, mm-hmm. but the word mm-hmm. discipline, I'm trying to change my thought from what discipline really can achieve and not looking as a bad thing, but consistency and discipline, what does that lead to? Well, if you've got somebody who has battled through uh, college football, high school, college football, and goes to the NFL, there's been discipline and consistencies that you've had to obviously follow to be top game. Talk about what the word discipline means to you, Brandon.
1: Yeah, I I, I guess I kind of relate it to consistency. You know, a a lot of people, um, you know, they can have they can do something pretty good and consistent for a week or two, but, you know, to be disciplined, um, it's something you kind of, you kind of keep doing, you know, we all know people that, you know, they'll get up early to go work out for a week or two, they'll feel good and then they'll kind of fall off mm. or someone at work, you know, they'll be working hard and then, you know, maybe they feel they've, they've done enough. So then they coast a little bit. Mm. Um, so yeah, discipline to me is just consistency and, and doing the right things. Um, you know, not, not just doing them because other people are going to see, but, you know, just truly being the best you and and doing the right things.
0: Did you learn that over your time in football or have you, were you raised that
1: way? I was definitely raised that way, but you also learn things um, along the way, you know, walking on at Nebraska, um, you, you had to be disciplined because yeah, you may, your first couple of years, you may do everything right. You may think you're doing good, but you're kind of staying where you are in the depth chart and you got you had to be disciplined to keep keep doing it day in and day out and eventually your time would come and so i think definitely how i was raised and definitely um, you know the older guys in our receiver room you know the Tim Marlowe Kenny Bell Quincy and Nunwa, you know those guys just saying hey just stick with it keep doing what you're doing it'll pay off and and so it's it's a combination of kind of how i was raised but also you know the the battles you go through along the way
0: does it ever pop into your head the question of "keep going, it's going to be worth it"? But what if it doesn't happen? What if I work so hard, I put everything I have into this, and it doesn't work out? Does that thought ever pop into your head, or do you just push that one away?
1: Um, you know, it did. Uh, my first training camp um, in Buffalo. You know, it was it was early in, and you know, you start counting the roster, where you stack up, and I was hardly getting any reps in practice, and. It was just seeming like, you know, any minute my phone was going to ring and I was going to get cut. And, Mm. you know, that doubt does creep into your mind. Like, you know, is this even worth it? And fortunately I had, you know, a really good support system and, you know, just belief in myself. I was like, hey, I didn't work all this just to get to this point and just quit. But it it definitely creeps in your mind, but you got to just remember what got you there. Yeah, that's big. Brandon
0: Riley, do you want to play a quick game with us, sir? Absolutely, let's, let's do it. Brandon, we're going to play uh, Beat Brandon, Battle Brandon, the Battle of beat Brandon. Beat Brandon Riley. Beat Brandon Riley is what the name of the game is, duh. Uh, so Ooh. who do you want to battle? Oh, Matt. We gotta, I got to battle you. Well, you know you don't, because the game we're playing is just you. <laughs>
2: Why do I feel like if he would have said Beth, you would have found a way for him to have to beat <laughs> me? Five and five, so the game is, we will give you a category, and you have five seconds to come up with five things under that category. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, That sounds tough. <laughs> I believe in you. Well, but I don't think I'm going to be very good. Listen,
2: you didn't come this far to give up now. <laughs> this, You have been preparing for this your whole life. Ready? I'm ready. We're talking about discipline. I just want to know five exercises in your
1: workout routine. Go! Uh, squat, bench, curls, abs, uh, shoulder press.
2: Ah. Oh, he didn't even need five seconds. Oh,
0: bro, that's the same thing I do, bro. Matt, what would
2: you say? Because I did say your workout routine. So if I said, Matt, five exercises in your workout routine. Sit down, stand
0: up. Sit down, stand up. (laughs) Sit down, stand up and talk. Brandon Riley, thank you, sir. And
1: go Big Red. Absolutely. Thank you. It holds up there. Rogers takes the ball. He's all the way home. Holy moly.
0: Man, woman, and child did that, put him in the aisle! Memorial Stadium, ha! It's our house, come in, fill it up, yo. Close friends. close friends, cause you know where we live. Yeah, you know where we we all together in Lincoln. Welcome to our house. Another home game sold out. Ninety thousand so loud, wearing red and being loud. Welcome to our house. Tunnel walk got chills now. This could be a blow.
1: to Matt and my mom. This is the Matt and Best Show. Bye everybody!
0: In this next segment, we start off by not explaining anything of what we're talking about. My fault. Basically, there was this guy talking on the internet about kids. That's kind of what we're talking about. Ish. But knowing the room, knowing the audience, and then it said, if you have a kid, that is fun and playing with their friends and they're doing their friends things and they're just being silly and then they go into a group of adults and then they continue to do the same thing, that's kind of gonna be frowned upon. Unfortunately, you might go, well, my kid is who my kid is and that's who my kid is. But in society, truthfully, we need to adjust to the situations we get into. Right. And this guy was talking about if your kid is having so much fun with their friends and they can transition into the group of adults and be respectful and look them in the eyes and yeah. use their name, shake their hand. It's like your kid's going to be more successful than you could ever imagine if they can transition in between the groups of people that they're with. And not to be fake, but no. just I don't I don't act the same in uh in a meeting with a bunch of department heads as I would on the radio. Right. So it just has to change. It's just part of what is
2: And it, and like you said, it's not being fake, Mm -mm. it's, it's being respectful of the people that you're around. And you know, there's so much push today to be who you are and be true to yourself. And there's so much about that narrative to me that is so Mm self-centered and I want my kids to be who God created them to be. But I also want them to, I I believe that what God created them to be was someone who respects the people that they're with someone who treats other people with kindness, uh, someone who thinks about other people. It's not just about, I'm just going to be true to myself. No, I'm going to be true to who God created me to be. And I'm going to think about other people. And, and, you know, there's, I've, I've heard of people who, you know, fight the social norms and it's okay to, you know, burp at my table and you should be free to, you know, well, there's an element of just like social, uh, respect, Mm. respect for the people that you're around, they're like, oh no, maybe this this is not the setting to right. just like burp the ABCs
1: right.
2: <laughs> maybe. And that's not because you're being fake. It's because you're being respectful to the people around you.
0: And if you can't finish, don't start it. It's annoying when you get to L.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Anybody can get to L. So then what is that? What is that? What
0: is that balance? How do you explain that to a 12 year old who's trying to find themselves? And when their friends are saying, who cares what other people think? Yeah. Be yourself. And if you want to burp in class, burp and class. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Are, that it is hard because you also don't want to like squash their spirit yeah, right. either. And you you don't want to be like, oh my gosh, you're so annoying. Don't do that in this room. Oh, mm. stop. Right. They have enough people in their lives telling them yes. the negative. You want to celebrate the wins. You want to celebrate the times that they walk into a conversation that they were able to understand the room, understand the social awareness but you know there are other times where you need to you know pull them aside or whisper in their ear you don't want to embarrass them in front of people but pull them aside and say hey when you told that story earlier i want you to think about next time is this story appropriate is it appropriate for the setting that you are in is it you know i want you to be aware of conversation did you talk over people do you feel like the people that you were in conversation with did they have a chance to tell their stories mm. one thing I always want people in my life to be aware of is did are you waiting like are you waiting until that story is over for you to be able to jump in and tell yours right. you need to really be able to listen and affirm what people are saying and then if your story fits and tell your story but don't just talk over people don't interrupt don't finish people's stories for them those kinds of things. I think you come back afterwards and point them out right? Right. rather than you don't want to in the moment embarrass. Anybody. Uh,
0: yeah. And it doesn't work that way. They don't have any, it just turns into a fight. You know, if we address yeah. it like embarrassing in front of their friends. And that's the one thing that I found so much, it, that becomes a discipline on us as parents is like not yelling from, a room versus if we really want to have a conversation full on I think the power of stepping into someone's room and looking them in the eyes they know not in a bad way but they know that I'm serious my girls know when I sit down with them in a loving loving way is I want to talk about something that happened earlier and that has been the most effective thing I've found in parenting is the result that I want I have to give that much attention to the communication with my kids too so if I yell stop acting like that Usually nothing happens. Right. You know, we just then have some sort of tension and bitterness, and then our relationship, we just don't communicate as well. But
2: but if you're looking somebody in the eye and you say, I really need you to stop doing this, and here's why. Bam. And even if here's why is, I've asked you eight times already. Right. You don't always, I don't feel like you always have to give
0: full explanation. Ex, no. I, I expect
2: that you're going to do this from here on right
0: out. on. Right. These are my just expectations. Just so we're clear. Yep
2: ultimately we're raising adults i mean somehow we turned this into a parenting conversation but you know ultimately we're raising adults i don't want my my kids to be uh, you know i want my kids to be considerate i want them to be respectful i want them to know know their audience i want them to look for ways to build other people Mm. up and sometimes that is understanding that my story doesn't need to be told right now. I don't need to have the punchline, but I can lift somebody up. And that's when I'm really proud as a parent is when you see them look for ways to lift other people up. I
0: need some good news, baby, give it to me, give it to me. Your wrap up is brought to you by Dr. Bo and Trendy Chiropractic. Check them out at trendychiro.com. Here's Beth with your wrap up.
2: There's a verse in the Bible in first Corinthians chapter nine, where Paul talks about he says, I understand that I'm a free man, that God has made me free, but I still make myself a servant to others so that I can reach other people. And there's he words it differently later. He says, I become all things to all men. And I don't think he was talking about being a different person and being inconsistent and not true to himself, but I become all things to all men so that I can reach some of them with the message of hope of Jesus. Mm. So it, it's not... It, you know, I don't think he was talking specifically about, well, when you're with adults, make sure you talk like an adult. But I think what his, what he was saying was I need to be relatable to the people that I'm with, with the ultimate purpose of sharing God's love with them. Mm. And so whatever it takes in whatever situation I'm in, and I believe what he did was build people up, you know, he encouraged people, but he, he read the situation and how can I best show God's love in this moment? And it's not gonna be talking over people. It's not gonna be stealing their punchlines. It's not gonna be disrespecting them in front of other people. It's gonna be what and how in this situation can I best point them to Jesus. And so much of that is just loving people. It's just being loving.
0: I need some good news, baby, give it to me, give it to me. The Matt and Beth Show. Our baby corn born baby corn i'm saying small
2: corn those little ones you get like when
0: you go to chinese restaurants
2: chinese restaurants
0: but do you go in a long field that are like these tiny corn (laughs) stalks
2: you know in, in nebraska detasseling corn is a big deal like do you have to take little tweezers to detassel the baby corn are they like do they grow six inches off the ground where do baby corn corns corn Corns. Baby corns.
0: Hey, mom, where do baby corn come from?
2: <laughs> Knee high to a
0: fly by 4th of
1: July? <laughs> the Matt and Beth Show. All the other episodes are at themattandbethshow.com.